Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast, where we share practical therapy tips and ideas for busy speech-language pathologists. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back as we dive into this week's episode. This month, we are focusing on all things vocabulary and diving into Dr. Ukranitz's five-step literacy-based therapy framework and integrating that with all of the research that we found on vocabulary. So we're super excited to dive into all of the nitty-gritty yet practical details. So let's dive into this week's plan. Okay, so let's dive into some secondary vocabulary plans. Our vocabulary goals for this week are the same as last week. And last week, we focused primarily on multiple meaning words. So this week, we're going to hone in a little bit more on affixes or prefixes and suffixes. And the article that we're using is a nonfiction text from ReadWorks called The First Earth Day. And if you want to plan along, head to slpnow.com slash planner. You'll just enter your name and email and we'll send you a interactive planner, editable planner. You can plug in the title of the text that we're using. You can plug in your students' goals and then plan out the activities for each step of the literacy-based therapy framework. So without further ado, we'll dive into our plan. So Again, we're using Dr. Ukranitz's five-step literacy-based therapy framework, and we're embedding all of the vocabulary research that I've come across into this framework. So there is a separate framework for vocabulary intervention. In these episodes, I'm just combining the two to put it into a super functional context. Just to recap, the text is the first Earth Day, and the goals that we're focusing on are prefixes and suffixes but we can target any number of goals. And if you want ideas for multiple meaning words, et cetera, et cetera, check out the previous section. And so for step one, we'll dive into pre-story knowledge. So with this, I like to do an article walk. We'll pull up the article. We'll look at the title. We'll look at any pictures and we'll skim through the text. I like to have students fill in a KWL chart. It's a graphic organizer where they fill in what they know about the topic what they want to know, and then afterwards we can go back and fill in what they learned. And depending on how the article walk and the filling in the graphic organizer goes, I will use my clinical judgment to decide if we want to do a virtual field trip. So in this case, we might watch a video about the history of Earth Day, for example, if they end up needing additional background information. Another activity that I like to do for this age group especially when it comes to prefixes and suffixes, is to pre-teach the vocabulary. So assuming that the students have been introduced to prefixes and or suffixes and that they know what they are, that is definitely a precursor. I would identify the prefixes and suffixes that I want to target. And this is largely based on just the student's progress overall, where we decided to focus, and just which target makes the most sense. And then we can go through and introduce the prefix and or suffix. I have a bunch of affixes activity pages that I like to pull into their vocabulary journal so we can identify the prefix or suffix, define it, and then we can go through the article and identify the words that have that prefix and or suffix, add it to their vocabulary journal page, 
And then by the time we dive into the article, they'll know a lot of the vocabulary that they need to access that article and just to have it make sense. And then after we do that, I might have them fill in a graphic organizer to infer what the main idea is and what the key details are. This is a really great language activity. It again gives them an opportunity to use some of their vocabulary words. And I get super, super excited and definitely reinforce when students use those words. As I've said a million times already, a lot of our students need upwards of 40 meaningful exposures to really integrate new words into their vocabulary. And so if they're motivated to really find ways to use those words and like refer to their vocabulary journals and try to create sentences, I think that's really awesome. And sometimes I'll give them like little tallies and we can see who gets the most exposures and they get a kick out of that. So we fill in that graphic organizer. Again, it's an opportunity for me either to model the use of the target words or an opportunity for the students to use them. And then for step two, we just read the article, keep that pretty simple. And that brings us to step three, where we do some story comprehension. So at this point, I'll ask a combination of literal and or inferential questions. One, because many students tend to have comprehension goals. And then it's also just another opportunity to embed the target vocabulary words because that's what we're all about, getting lots and lots and lots of exposures. Another activity is after we actually read the text, we can fill in the summarizing graphic organizer. We can identify the actual main idea and compare it to the main idea that we thought it would be, like our inferred main idea, and then also the key details. We can create sentences from that. We can use our key vocabulary words. And then again, just more and more opportunities to use that word. And then that brings us to step four, where we focus on focus skill activities. I would, again, review the skill as needed. So I have a visual that introduces each vocabulary skill. So we review that as needed. And then we continue working on the vocabulary journal. So this particular unit has several vocabulary pages to go with it. And so we can pull all of the multiple meaning word pages. We can pull all of the prefixes and suffixes and pull those pages from the skill packs and add in the words that I identified for all of the prefixes and suffixes. And we do just a number of activities. And because we're often targeting more than just vocabulary, we're often targeting grammar and language as well. So we can embed this vocabulary in any number of activities. And if you need additional ideas, definitely go back and check out the previous podcast episodes. But I shared this last week, one of my favorite activities, if everyone is working on vocabulary and we just need to get a lot of drill, I love creating little wheels, like digital wheels and adding in the target, the vocabulary targets. And then I either have students define the word, use them in a sentence, act it out, draw it out, any number of fun, engaging activities just to give them more meaningful exposures to that vocabulary target. And then we just get in as much practice as we need. And then we get to step five, which is the parallel story. And because this text is a nonfiction text, the activity looks a little bit different. If they haven't already written out sentences for the summary of the story, our summarizing skill pack has a graphic organizer that helps them write out a summary. 
So I'll have them do that. And that's often not the most exciting activity. So I look at the dynamics of the group and decide what would be motivating for them. But a lot of students are aspiring YouTubers. So we either create like a YouTube video and we don't actually post it on YouTube. And I ask for parent permission, but we might record a video and pretend that we're creating a YouTube video or a newscast or just something related to the topic. And sometimes we just read off the summary. Sometimes we do a spin-off and create something else, which gives us even more opportunities to create those sentences and embed those vocabulary words. So I just kind of follow the dynamics of the group and the level that they're at and what is appropriate to build that all in. So that's a wrap on our secondary unit with a focus on vocabulary. And I hope that was super helpful. Thanks for listening to the SLP Now podcast. This podcast is part of a course offered for continuing education through Speech Therapy PD. So yes, you can earn ASHA CEUs for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your SLP friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent directly to you. See you next time.